previously on Attempted Adventure. Okay, this good. building was once the headquarters of an order of knights, the Order of Mercator. Now, the knights are gone. There is only Umfrey the Loyal, desperately recruiting young, idealistic people like you four. Who is Maggie? <laughs> I recently destroyed an apothecary on the outskirts of town. That A nemesis who killed my cousins. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, trying to get back at this dude. Lorenzia Rage Stream, acolyte of the fiend, you know, warlock shit. She can probably talk you into worshiping the devil. Tell us about Hail Ivy. Well met, brothers. <laughs> it is I, Ivy. We are all women. She abandoned her job. She was in the military to pursue her true passion, fashion and beauty. <laughs> and so her okay. therapist told her to start journaling and share her story with anyone. If you're thinking beauty influencer, that's it. Bilwyn Bonk. She's a middle-aged, lightfoot halfling fighter. She's a world traveler. She's traveled the world almost all her life, or at least that's what she'll tell you. She lives her life just trying to be nice to everyone in any way possible, mm. even going so far as to uh, do it in her own way, which is to say below the law, because she's so small and agile, she can slip <laughs> right under the red tape. I'm really glad to have you here as initiates. I got some good news, and you guys got your first assignment. Two children lost in ruins, unable to recover them. Any price paid. Hello, my name is Andera Cartwright. I'm the mayor of Solson. There are two kids, and they went exploring the ruins of Maplecliff Manor, and they haven't returned. Their names are Danell and Farad. Danell is my son. Your diatribe is interrupted by a booming voice from the balcony, and it shouts, Get out of my house! Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? Roll for initiative. Sorry. Ah, I got a 17. I got a six Ooh. again. I got a five. <laughs> Four again. Jamie, when you're editing this episode, I'm going to need you to record a like a like a parody Weird Al version of the Family Guy song Rock Lobster, but it's Soft Monster. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the manse. Soft monster. Matching coats. Soft monster. I love that. Um, I missed Allie, Jamie, and Manda. What were your numbers? They got cut off. Oh, I I, six. I was five. I was four. <laughs> okay, Bill wins six. Maggie, five. Our poor Ivy. Last again. Save the best for last, um, baby. So, it's fine. 
you are now face to face with a heaping mound of clothing that has vaguely two legs made of jackets and two arms. It wields its coat tree in its hand as a staff. And Lorenzia, you have the first attack. The first move, rather. Um, well, I really don't want to play the same character over and over again. Uh, so I don't want to, like, rush in or, like, rush to conclusions. And I feel like, realistically, Lorenzia would, if anyone were to give the coat monster a chance to, like, not try to attack us... It might be Lorenzia, so I feel like maybe I'm going to, like, hold up my arms with, like, my staff in my hand and be like, Jacket monster, we mean you no harm. <laughs> um, I'm going to give that a shot, you know? Okay. And I'm going to say it in, that. like, a scary, like, warlock voice, you know? Like, I fucking know what's up, you know? Okay. You shout at the monster... Um, do you approach it at all? Right now, the four of you were in your line entering the house. Mm -hmm. um, this monster is off to your right, just about um, probably like 10 or so feet away. I just, I'm going to take like one step forward to show, like, I speak for these bitches behind me. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, this monster of jackets lets out a horrifying shriek when two of the jackets part, revealing a sort of pseudo mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it approaches you, uh, Lorenzia, oh, no. and swings with its uh, coat tree staff. It sweeps out at you, and it rolls... Oh, jeez. A six to hit. Does not hit. Lorenzia, as this coat tree comes at you, sweeping from your left to your right, you perform a pretty expert leap out of the way and are left unharmed. Get that parkour. Get that. And then I look, at, I look at my friends and I'm like, it can't be reasoned with. <laughs> I tried. Um, you gave it a try. You gave it a try. It's good, it's good to try. Next is Bilwin. All right. So you're not, you're not listening to reason, so I'm sorry about this. And uh, Billwin takes out the tinder box from her bag and she strikes the flint and tries to light the coats of flame. Um, okay, how close are you? Uh, I think she moved her full movement to get as close as need be to try to light it. And I think like I think that's probably five feet, right? Certainly. Um, hmm. To get to it, it's about I'm 10 feet away. So I meant like I would think the range to light it would be like within five feet, right? Yeah, we can say that. I'm fine with that. Do you want it to be closer? Um, no, I was gonna say something about flint and steel, like, but I who knows? Maybe D and D flint and steel fires further. I My, it is such a not like a. I like the idea of you being within five feet and like shooting sparks at it. So I'm gonna go with that. Well, no, one. my initial thing was like I think she like goes and tries to like get up like on the thing like she's touching the fabric and like like yeah as close as she can get without oh. getting touched and like sh 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 like trying to spark the fabric with the flint even better yeah i love that 
Um, do you want to make a... I don't even know what kind of attack roll that would be. Can you... I was thinking survival, the... maybe, because like using those tools would require knowledge of survival. Yes. I, what I mean, though, is does the flint and steel have anything about, like, setting something on fire for damage? All the flint and the tinderbox says is a small container holds flint, fire, steel, and tinder, usually dry cloth soaked in light oil used to kindle a fire. Uh, so, so you can maybe, use it to light a torch. So maybe, Matt. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to just suggest maybe you can, like, call it fire damage and decide if it's, like, D4, D6, D whatever. Yeah, why don't you roll a survival check first? Okay. It's a six. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to use that against this thing's um, armor class. Uh, and I'm going to say it doesn't work. These jackets are a little bit damp and mildewy, so that spark doesn't quite catch. Should have known. It's an old house, guys. You know, drafty. Drafty. Lot of leaks. Super wet. These jackets. Unfortunately, this monster mildewy, smells like ass. <sighs> like. Uh, before my turn is up, I want to use the rest good. of my my speed to get ten feet away. Okay. Very good. Um. Next is Maggie. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna use acid splash on cool on those on those coats and those dews. Very good. <laughs> and it's a dexterity saving throw that the coats need to make. Oh boy! It was an eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't uh, that doesn't save. He's big and bulky. He's not like super light on his feet. Um, so that is <laughs> five. Cool. Five damage. Um, and next up is Ivy. As that acid splashes on one of its outreached arms, it sizzles through and creates some holes in the fabric. Ivy, what's up? Ivy is offended by the polyester jacket. Uh, uses her old, uh, <laughs> and uses her old college javelin. Yes! Oh, yeah, my God. My old college javelin. She uses mandazel. <laughs> Melody's old college javelin. This is from a friend of mine. Honestly, I wanted yeah. to make a joke before that was like in the carriage to pass the time. I would be like, have you guys heard the tale of... The Harmony campaign. Oh, my <laughs> God. I love that. Oh, yes. All right. All right. You're hucking that old college javelin. Ugh. 17. Ooh, that hits. Ooh, baby. Piercing damage, baby. All right. How much? I don't know. <laughs> 1d6. nine okay so the javelin pierces beautifully through this cloth monster um, emerges from the other side and sticks in the wall leaving a pretty clean hole however there's not a whole lot happening inside of this beast really it's just as you can tell now a sort of 
gross construct of magic and cloth. Um, and because of that, that hole really only affected a small area of the monster. So he's going to take half damage from the piercing. Okay. Um, and so that was a nine, so he'll take five. Um, and that rounds us back to Lorenzia. Hey. Uh, all right. Well, going to have to go with Eldritch Blast on this one. Indeed. That's going to be know. a 17 to hit. It hits. Hey. It's two. Two damage. Oh, that's okay. Kind of like shake my um, head disappointedly in myself. As you aim this Eldritch Blast um, from your staff at this monster, those cloth lips part again, revealing the pseudo-mouth, and it screeches at you. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you step back a little bit, and you don't accommodate for that in your aim, and it shoots off into the side, grazing the side of this monster as it goes. Oh, nice. Um... And now it is the cloth monster's turn again. Um, and this time he's going for Billwin. They always um, recognize the biggest threat. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and he, it is going to sort of clamber over to you uh, within maybe five feet. Yeah, it's pretty grotesque to watch. It doesn't really have a lot of range of motion. It sort of like steps and gl- drags the rest of it with it. <laughs> um, and now that it's so close to you, it is going to... I throw up. <laughs> the smell <gasps> is so gross, you take damage. Um, it draws its coat tree staff <clears throat> back over its head and brings it down on you. Does a... Man... <gasps> Does a two, uh, six hit? You wanted to hit me so bad. No, I it wanted does to not. hit you so bad. Of course it so, doesn't. Um, <laughs> as this coat tree comes at you, it, as it's co- soaring through the air at you, you wait for just the last second and then quickly step out of the way backwards. Unless that was a pretty good save. You want to do something special? <gasps> Can you, are you proficient in acrobatics, right? Yes. Billwin does a sick backflip out of the way. Yes, yeah, she does. Sick. Flip wizard, um, baby. Sick. And that coat tree slams into the ground um, with enough force that you know that shit would have hurted. Does it get um, stuck in the ground? No, it's only a, um, the coat tree isn't like pointed in any way. He's just sort of wielding it as like a club. Okay. Um, And with that, he lumbers back away from the group of you and shouts again at you. And now it is uh, Maggie. All right, Maggie is going to go ahead and do Acid Splash because I want him to take whole damage and piercing only seems to do half damage. So Acid Splash! Dexterity saving throw, you fucking coats. Oop! Got him. Oh... It is a nat 20. Uh, it doesn't so save. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> it, it doesn't save. <laughs> Actually, my modifier is plus 42, so it doesn't save. The modifier uh, negates <laughs> nat 20s, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, this monster is unfazed because your acid splash falls short of him, oh. sputters on the ground, and chars, or mars, rather, the beautiful flooring beneath your feet. Oh, that's all right, sweetheart. Happens looks down. to everyone. To make her feel better, I kneel down and just, like, drink up some of the acid, and I'm like, mmm, good, good acid, though. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah? yeah? Does Lorenzia take acid damage for that? No. She definitely does. No, no, I'm a warlock. It's chill. Yeah, you're also a, <laughs> a human. human. A human? Barely. You definitely take acid no, damage. No, I'm a goth. It's different than being a human, guys. <laughs> you don't understand. Thank you. Just don't understand Oh, my me. God. Okay, um, so Acid Splash has failed to do any damage, and we go to Ivy. Wait, hi. So I saw Bellwin. That oh, you. Oh, did I skip you? Yeah, Bellwin didn't get a turn. Sorry, it is Bellwin's turn then. That's what I fucking thought, bitch. You go, Bellwin. Uh, Bellwin is like already tired of this, so she runs forward and wields her great sword. Uh, and tries to cleave the coat monster in twain. Ooh. And how long again is the greatsword just for? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. It says it, ha- it's, it weighs six pounds. Longer than a long sword, just, but shorter yeah. than a huge I'm, sword. The, the, the three, three and a half foot tall halfling. <laughs> he gets it. Yeah. I'm Eight small, foot long greatsword. It big. It funny. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It big. Humor. Uh, Humor. So that's a dirty 20 to hit. Oh, it definitely hits. All right. And now with a greatsword, I do 2d6 plus 3 slashing damage. Wow. How about I roll two sixes at once to make it easier on myself? Uh, So 2 plus 4 is 6 plus 3 is 9 damage. Um, Cool. And that's slashing, yeah? Yep. You actually do 18 damage. Yeah, baby! You swing your greatsword at this beast and leave a huge gash across the front of it where the coats are no longer able to keep themselves together. And they're sort of floating as if something were pouring out (gasps) of the inside. But the monster's not deflating or anything. It just looks like there's something inside of it flowing out. Billwin's like... Softly chanting her to herself, Bill Wynn, Bill Wynn. Oh my god. I, Ivy hears and is also going, Bill Wynn, Bill Wynn. Just very quietly, but oh, equally man. as hype. Yes. Well, Ivy, it is now your turn, so you can definitely be hyped while we do this. I use my whole turn to go, Bill Wynn. No, no, Ivy. Excellent. <laughs> Too earnest. No, I'm going to use my, um... <laughs> I'm going to use my axe. Yeah. Six. Does a eight do it? It does not. Fuck. Well, I still go Bill. Yeah. Yeah. You're so excited for Bill win. You actually don't quite realize the distance between you and the monster. So you take a step forward, swing at it, miss by about eight feet, and just like, oh, man, Bill, win, Bill. You're still chanting, though. <laughs> You're really hyped for Bill, win. Um, just another round of it. Exactly. <laughs> and next is Lorenzia. All right. Um, well, shit, I can't do slashing damage, but seeing that 
Slashing did double damage. I'm just going to like cross my fingers on piercing damage and take a shot. No, piercing only does half. Don't do it. Oh, wait. We did piercing already? <laughs> yeah. The old college javelin. Fuck. It only did half damage. It did? Yeah. What do I know? That's why I used acid splash in my last turn. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to go Eldritch Blast then. Eldritch Blast! And I got a crit fail. Oh, no! Crit fail. Lorenzia, you point your staff at this monster, and although you're focused and channeling your power through this staff, something catches you off guard, and the spell doesn't quite erupt from your staff in time, it goes off right in front of you, and it sends you wheeling backwards through the air. And you oh land on the ground, on your butt, still awake and conscious, <laughs> but you are on the ground, and you've taken two damage. I, I look at my friends sheepishly, and I'm like, don't try to fake positive reinforcement me on that one. That's, <laughs> come on, you can't spin that. I'll know you're lying. Ivy looks away because she doesn't want to make the situation any worse. That's fantastic. I love that. Um, so, it is now the Cloth Monster's turn. Um, cloth Monster. I know. I should have picked a less song-sounding name, apparently. Um, this monster looks towards you, Ivy. Mm. And something about the way you're dressed says to this monster, I bet she likes to dress well. Even though it... She does. It's true. Um, and so this monster is going to try a new move. It's going mm. to send a jacket, a nasty mildewy jacket at you. And it's going to try to grapple you by putting it on you. You bitch. <laughs> Um, so, and I've read this several times, so correct me if you think I'm wrong. Um, to grapple, it's going to be a strength check. So you're going to roll a strength, um, a strength saving throw. Okay. Yeah. And it's going to be against. Oh, I've lost it in my notes. There it is. It's going to be against a nine. You better roll good. 20. Oh, Hell yeah. I got a 20. As this jacket flies at you and attempts to get itself over your arms and onto you. Just before it buttons and becomes a straight jacket of sorts, you rip your arms out of the jacket sleeves. It falls to the ground, and before it has a chance to recover, you grab it and tear it in half because fuck bad fashion. Mm. <laughs> fuck bad fashion. And the two now lifeless bits of jacket fall to the ground. Um, you go, girl. And Woo. next is Billwin. Oh, it's still alive? It is. It's trying really hard right now, and it's not in great shape, but it's still coming at you. 
Oh, well, heck, then I'm going to greatsword this little motherfucker again. I forgot yeah. you had that. Greatsword. Going to it's slam. A, greatsword. Another dirty 20. Yeah. I will send you. Oh my god! I will send you photographic evidence if you want. No, that's okay. I believe you and love you. Oh. Anyways, I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bill win. <laughs> you wait. Lose you your want me to roll sword. damage? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Listen. No, she just did it. No, fuck it. She just killed that motherfucker. Uh, five plus four is nine. Plus three is. 12? Bilwin, would you like to describe the killing blow? Yes. Uh, how is it situated right now? What's left of it? Is it like floating? It's still hulking and on the ground. It appears to be a little bit deflated now. It doesn't have quite the strength in the cloth it had before. Mm. And it has a huge gash in the front of it. I think uh, Bilwin sees... Uh, I think she's kind of already taken a liking to Ivy and how adorable and lighthearted she is. And <laughs> Bilwin rushes forward and, like, just sort of, like, gets the tip of her greatsword under the coat monster and then does a fucking sick flip, backflip up backwards and swings her greatsword up and cleaves the whole thing in twain. Absolutely. Ivy is in tears. She's so happy. <laughs> Bilwin. And still going, Bill, 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 As you slice this coat monster from the nave to the neck or whatever the phrase is <laughs> it erupts into a shower of tatters of fabric and they fall all around you on the ground the coat rack clatters to the floor and you are left in a semi-stinky mildewy but much safer room Next time, just um, light on fire. Sick. <laughs> we tried that. Um, Good one-liner, Billwin. Thank you. So you are now alone in this room. Hey. The monster is gone. What are you doing now? Uh, since I'm so close to it, can I like investigate what's left? Like any bigger chunks? I just want to see if there's anything in like pockets or anything. Sure. To give it away. Roll an investigation check. I rolled a crit fail. Oh, oh no. Not you only, go blind. Not only do you not find anything in the tatters, at one point you don't see one, step on it, and slip. Oh, I hit my head. So, you have defeated the cloth monster. Um, cloth monster. And now, you are alone in this room. Bilwin did a little bit of investigating, and she didn't find anything useful no, I rolled in a the crit monster fail. scraps, because she did a, a rough job, but we won't hold that against her. She's she smart in other ways. <laughs> no, she did slide on a piece of fabric and fall on her butt, though. Um, um, where are you going? Oh, left. Yeah. No. <laughs> left. Wait, so the voice is gone, right? The like voice the oh, yeah, is gone. Where's the Phantom of the Opera that was you on the what? balcony? Yeah, no, you're right. Let's, like, honestly... Like, Path of Least Resistance, wouldn't we just go be like, let's go find that dude that just talked to us? You know what I mean? Like, he we have no reason to suspect he's a Phantom? ghost. <laughs> he has disappeared from the balcony. He's no longer there. I think we should go let's up there, go though. Yeah, let's go Scooby up there. Scooby-Doo taught me that the monsters are real people. Did you just say Gooby-Doo? 
Gooby Doo? I thought you said Gooby Doo. Like, Gooby Dooby Doo. I wish I did. <laughs> How would our gang break down as a Scooby gang? I'd be the dog. Mm. Uh, Ivy is definitely Daphne. Yeah. Love. Oh, yeah. The fashionista. Well, we don't break down a Scooby-Doo. We are Charlie's Angels. Right. You're right. Oh, that's right, true. Right. We don't fit the... Um, uh, we are Umphrey's Angels. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You go upstairs. You take the stairs up to the second floor landing overlooking the foyer. Um, what are you doing? I want to uh, look at the map of the upstairs. No. <laughs> oh, there is also a second floor map in there. Yes. Hmm. I would like to just start opening doors. I think that Billwin would just start trying to open every door. So the door for room one that's like directly to the left of the stairs, that's the one she's going for. Okay. Um, is everybody... Well, um, Billwin, you open the door to the left of the stairs. Um, and you open it and find a nursery... Uh, there oh, are... I hate it. <laughs> it is a room of children's toys, and there are two beds for the children against the west wall with a bureau in between them. Um, on a table in the southwest corner, southeast corner of the room, rather, there is a dollhouse <gasps> that looks suspiciously like the house you're currently in. And Whoa. there are four dolls in in the children's room. And if you look closer at those dolls, <gasps> would anyone like to look closer at those uh, dolls? No, close the door. Close the door. Yeah. Close the door. Slams the door. <laughs> <laughs> Too scary. <laughs> All right. You I think the door slams the door. in my face and Billwin's like, uh, those dolls, Someone, they were us. Someone went to the trouble of making voodoo <laughs> dolls of us and you guys... Don't even want to indulge them. I love that little like, I kind of want to like Starfire. I, <laughs> I kind of want to know what's up. I wanted okay. to touch myself. While the door is closed, faintly through it, you hear the sound of two children playing, a boy ew, and ew, a girl. Ew, ew, ew. Oh my God, we found them. We're done with the mission, guys. That was quick. They're in that I, room. Without, God, can you imagine? Without, uh, is there like a keyhole? Like, can I do an investigation check through a keyhole? Ooh, under the crack. Um, or like under the crack. Like, is there is there anything in this door that would allow me to see in and investigate without opening the door? Yeah, you can look through the keyhole. I'm okay. going to say it's a really limited field of view, though. Okay. Do you want me to make it with disadvantage, or do you just want to like give me half of what you would n normally give me? Um, just look through it. Okay. I don't think it's a check. Oh, just look through it. Oh, it's... Yeah. I looked through it. What's in there? There is nothing happening. Fuck. All but right. as soon as you make eye contact with the room, <laughs> the sounds stop. <gasps> All right. Okay, All right. ghost kids. There's ghost kids, guys. There's ghost kids. Uh, huddle uh, huddle uh, up, uh, ladies. Ladies, I have a plan. Ladies, ladies. <laughs> Bad pitch, Okay. I have two second level spell slots and I know a second level spell called invisibility. Now, if we really want to know what's in the room, I could cast invisibility on myself and then we open up the door and I'll go um, in there and then the ghost won't know I'm in there. And then when you close the door, I will be able to 
observe the ghost activity. I have a feeling that, like, here's the thing, like, can't ghosts see invisible people? Like, isn't there some sort of, like, spectrum of death that they can see, like, a different... You know, as a goth, you'd think that's something I would know, but I actually (laughs) don't know off the top of my head, so... I feel like there's, like, a slim chance, and this just may be me being kind of dumb, but, like, I feel like there's a slim chance that a ghost could see you still or will know you're there. You're probably right. Also, this is a dead-end room. I mean... We didn't see the kids in there. There's no kids in there. You know, <laughs> we're not really <laughs> here to just... just figure out what's going on. Generally, we need to just find maybe, the kids. Yeah. Maybe we just leave those like plague kids alone for now and keep keep searching. Plague kids? Plague That's kids. so mean. I mean, they died of the plague. Yeah, you're right. Billwin, you turn away from the door, the keyhole, and hear one last chuckle from a child, and the voices and sounds fade away. Ew. Can we please um, little tykes. leave this door? Uh, such cute little tykes. <laughs> Where are you going next? Little tykes. I feel like I made I made a misstep leading the charge on that one. So if anybody <laughs> wants to take it out of my hands, I fully understand. Uh, I what? So upstairs. I, yeah, map. We are upstairs. We're at the top yeah. of the stairs. And that Wait, was the first was door that? on the left? It was one? One. The first one. The first door. It's directly next to the empty space above the foyer. I bang open which... the door to room number two with my staff. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, room number two is down a different hallway through a different door off that hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh. when you open it, mm-hmm. it is a very small room. There's a bed, a table a small wash basin and a clothes stool, a chamber pot. Um it, like it like looking at this would one of us know that this is like a like a maid's quarters or something. You could definitely deduce that the only person sleeping in this kind of room in this building is a an a, a servant of some kind. Yeah. A maid, a cook, something like that. I just got what's the kid's name? V- Vendel? V- oh, Ven- uh Danelle Danel. and Farad. Danelle? Farad, Danelle, your mom is the one paying us. Danelle, Farad, if you're here too, but mostly Danelle. Danelle. There's no answer and nothing in this, nothing happens. I laid it on fire. (laughs) How? I'm just kidding, I don't. Oh. I don't want to. For a second there, I was like, okay, I guess the house is going down. Turn to my (laughs) friends and I'm like, tisk, tisk. Even the ghosts, the ghosts are classist. There's no poor ghosts here. Only the rich people get to be ghosts. Oh my. Um, so standing in this very small room, are all four of you in there? I think I'm in the doorway. I'm, I'm in the doorway. Very, yeah, very reluctant to enter another room at this current <laughs> moment. Yeah, same. I'm very not. Good. I'm fully in there. <laughs> so are you looking around or anything or just? Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay. What are you guys checking out? Again, there's a bed. A nightstand next to the bed, the doo-doo chair, a chamber pot, that is, um, and a little wash basin. I, I call in under. to whoever's standing inside. I'm like, if video games taught me anything, you should check inside the chamber pot. Sometimes there's like a key in there or like healing fluid. Video games? <laughs> yeah. I look under the bed. Uh, I wouldn't have looked in the in the, the poopy but I look in there because Bill Wynn told me to. You are hit with an un 
godly smell. Oh, sorry. I like sorry, it. Sorry, should have warned you about that. I like it, and it I is, look closer. It's enough to make you keel over Ungodly. and like, And the door, the the um, trap door closes after as you fall away from the chair. The trap door. Sorry, no. The the seat that is a the door that seat. you lift to use. Oh. Stinky. Yeah, no. There's no poopy. poo-poo trap door. Poopy trap door. Boogers. Um. Anything else? While you're um, in here, someone check that nightstand. I have, I have danger sense. Ooh, Ooh. What? Um. That sounds convenient. I have an advantage on dexterity saving throws. Against effects that you can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Huh. Um, in which case, that doesn't... There's nothing specifically that, dangerous yeah, I, here. Okay. Never mind. Um, Are you in the room, Ivy? I was in the doorway. Oh. Uh, Billwin calls in again. Someone check in the nightstand. Sorry about the poop. That My bad. <laughs> Okay, I All liked right, it. I'll, and I check I'll in check the nightstand. Night oh. There are six silver pieces in the nightstand. Oh, nice. Steal I them. Take them and I turn to my friends and I'm like, there was nothing in the nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have ransacked this room and you've looked pretty much everywhere. All right, well, There's not a whole lot left. I don't know if I would say ransacked, but okay. Yeah. I mean, when you put it like that, sounds like totally explored, maybe. Um, what's next? I step out of the doorway and allow my friends through. Very kind. I've been um, in the doorway. This is the first floor. We're on the second floor. I'm like peeking over your shoulder. Going, As like, you stand outside the maid's like quarters. Whole, like half a person taller than I me. I know. I'm probably like six feet. I'm just like crouched <laughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> As you stand outside the maid's, maid's quarters... Um, down the hallway, back towards the foyer, you hear a creak, a thud. You're not really sure. <gasps> All right, I'm running. Wait, back you the run way after we came? Yes. Yeah, I want to I go towards that. You run towards that. Um, in the hallway, you uh, make a perception check. All right. It's a crit fail. Oh, oh no. no. What the fuck, man? I'm not sure. You see nothing. I'm switching out my dice. <laughs> Which dice was that? The pink one? I'm going to yeah. come up a little bit more oh, slowly man. behind her, and I also want to make a check. If I may. Indeed. Oh, that's a nine. I would also like to make a check. Oh, uh, please. I have a 16. Oh, I'm sorry. Mine was 11. Okay. I was wrong. Okay. 11, 16. Um, the four of you, I assume, Ivy, you are with them all. Yep. The four of you, as you creep down this hallway, Maggie, you notice on the floor a boot print <gasps> that has, it looks as though somebody has stepped in tar? Or pitch or something. And there is one footprint in the middle of the hallway. Pointing towards 
the um, room 10, further down the hall away from you. We got tracks. To the east. We got tracks, guys. <laughs> oh, she tracking. Oh, she do be tracking. Um, uh, I think we should head for room 10. Wow, you know, I'm like Let's really close. Door. I'm really close to the floor. I should have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just continually shouting out the kid's name that I keep forgetting. Vin Danelle. Danelle. Vincent. Vincent. Farad. I'm just yelling out random names. <laughs> Nicholas. I like oh, no. it. Um, are you guys going to room 10? Yeah. Yes. Cool. The room at the end of the hallway. Um, who's opening the doors? They're double doors. I will kick open the door. Yeah, I'm gonna let let Maggie take that one. You, Maggie, like kick the these doors open. Rogue. Really, really not sneaky. <laughs> I love it. Um, you kick these doors open, and inside, illuminated by only the glow of the fireplace. Although there is still light outside, there is no light coming in through the windows. A person sitting oh. in a chair facing directly at the fireplace. Ew! There is also on the, the northern wall, <laughs> on the northern wall, a table and two chairs, and on the southern wall, a double bed. I say, hail and well met, brothers! Um. As though a gust came through down the chimney, the fire is blown almost Aww. out. And when it reignites, the figure is gone. You blew that one. You blew that one, Maggie. Real hard. Uh, sorry. Get it blue? Because, like, the fire got blown oh, out. Uh, yeah. Boom. Yeah. I tried to disarm him by joke. calling him brother. It didn't work. Um, do you, are you turning around to tell your friends that she's gone? Or are they with you? Like I think, think we're um, with oh, me. Yeah, you're all looking in. Okay. Yeah. Um, the fire flickers again, and when it relights, that figure is sitting on the edge of the bed, facing away from you. Ah! From this angle, and now that it is not obscured by the back of a chair, you can tell it is an older woman. I, I still hate it. I push past Maggie and I'm like, old ladies love me. And oh. I like, I oh. like, very, take it away, Billwin. I very gently like creep into the room as gently as I can and address her. And I, I say, ma'am, are you a resident of this home? She. Her head turns to you so slowly, you can barely tell it's moving. Oh, no. And as the fire begins to illuminate her face, you realize she has no features. Ew. Matt, she has spooky. <laughs> all that she has is a swirling mass, <gasps> almost like a vortex. I bow. She looks forward. at you. <laughs> you, um, Billwin, are petrified, and then she turns back and looks away from you all. I do. Am I like? Am I frightened? Do I gain frightened? Um, you don't have to take disadvantage on anything, but you're certainly not moving any closer. Okay. 
I put my hand on Bill Wynn's shoulder and I say, leave this room now. <laughs> I gladly go wherever <laughs> Maggie wants to lead me, but I am not moving of my own volition. <laughs> I steer her away. Thank you. Matt. Thank you. Yes. Can I do an can I do an arcana check on the room? Yes. Sure. Oh, I have to look I'm that up. Let's see if cause... I have any other good stuff. I know I learned fragments of forbidden knowledge that imbue me with the Okay. So what can I do an arcana oh. check? Arcana check seems like my best. I would agree. Do an arcana check if you want to learn about that room. Okay. And I got Yes. I got a 13. Okay. That check reveals that as spooky as this house is, As rather, sorry, as attractive and well dressed as this house is, it's fucking scary. That was a real ghost. Ladies, huddle up. As attractive and well dressed as this house is, <laughs> that was a real fucking ghost. I believe yeah, you. No shit. Uh, <laughs> um, and also, you find that. That ghost is, it has no desires. It, there's nothing you can do to placate. It's just a hollow shell of somebody. Oh, now, that, now I'm sad. It's like the scariest kind of ghost. <laughs> Off the top of my head. Um, oh. Do you close those doors? I'm going to close that I'm door. I'm out of there. Yeah. No, I, Very good. I'm going to close the door behind me. I'm not, I'm behind, I'm with my homies, but I'm going to like close the door behind me like, Firmly latch it. Sick. All right. Um, room one, no. Room ten, no. You have big X's on those bad boys. One in ten. Keep those doors was closed. Was the blueprint that was on the floor before nine? Before the room to the right of that? Yes. All right. So, like, maybe it nobody was went like, into ten. It's a few steps to the right. If you were going up those main stairs, yeah. it's a few steps to the right if you okay. turned right and started walking towards 10. All right. So, like, friends, this whole, like, hallway might be a bust, but, like, do we keep searching? Well, here's the thing. Have we seen some really scary fucking shit? Yes. <laughs> yes. Has any of it hurt us? No. Okay? I mean, so I'm saying... I am waking in my little <laughs> tiny boots. I feel emotionally damaged. Okay. We also dipped before any of the puppets or whatever could do anything. We can take inventory yeah. of that later, but like as it stands, you know, I got I got ten fingers and ten toes, and you know, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. See some ghosts, but you know, nothing that I haven't seen on Unsolved Mysteries on Amazon Prime. So, <laughs> you reaching for a sponsor right now? <laughs> Streaming free with ads. I don't think Amazon wants to sponsor Ro us. Robert actually. Stack, I, sponsor our podcast. Robert Stack I is don't dead. want Bezos to Wait. sponsor us. <laughs> Robert Stack is going to be one of the ghosts. Robert in Stack here. is dead? Yeah. That dude ah! knows everything about ghosts. He's like an expert level ghost now. Yes. 
He's the He's only ghost we shouldn't mysteries. fear. Mysteries. Robert Stack is um, an unsolved mystery. All right. One thing I will promise: Robert Stack is not in any of these rooms. Thank you. Oh, oh honestly. Okay. Spoilers, Sorry to spoil it. Robert yeah, yeah. Stack is not in this house. I feel a little better. Uh, I think Billwin like reluctantly, kind of like gestures to the to the rooms in this stretch of hall that we haven't explored yet, like extending the option to my friends, but also saying like we got to keep exploring. Should we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just keep. Let's just open another door. I only have one alternative suggestion to that. I don't know if you guys want to hear it, but I would love to. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, there's a cliff. I mean, all right. Yeah, no, let's just open another one. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a kid. You would jump off the cliff? I would go if I, lean over the cliff. I mean, I don't know. If I was a kid, I'd probably be playing like street hockey with them ghost kids. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like, that seems uh, fun. Yeah. Billwin's actually a prime sport an athlete. I almost yeah. said sport person. Sport That's the kind of person, person I am. Uh, <laughs> you are not a sport person. A I am not a sport person. person. Sports person. <laughs> Bill, wait, were you quarterback of your hockey team? Or how does that work? No, I, th I think she was the running back, the center mid. The lineman. Actually, I, actually, I was the, the lineman. Uh, I was the captain of the town roller derby team. Oh. Ooh. Did you ever compete at the Battle Bowl? Um, <laughs> battle Bowl. <laughs> that voice comes out of nowhere. That's just a disembodied voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. A ghost. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so where are you guys going next? I like slowly reach my arm out towards the door of room nine to the south. Oh, wait. Eight. I want to kill two birds with one stone. So while she's doing that, I slowly reach my hand out to the door of room eight. We make eye contact with each other and like one, two, three. Throw it open. And then I, I, I throw it open. Um, Billwin. Yeah. You Fuck. are sucked through the doors of room eight. Fuck. Wait, no, I opened nine. <laughs> Sorry, you are sucked through the doors of room nine. No! Um, <laughs> you are sucked through the doors of room nine and are suddenly plummeting towards the fiery pits of what only you can imagine is hell. Damn, if only oh, I had opened that door. Oh, you bitch! <laughs> As I'd you right topple down and the flames lick closer and closer, you can feel the heat of the fire on your face. And just as you land on the floor of hell itself, you snap to and are lying in the floor of room nine, kicking and screaming on the ground, it's just a storage room. Is the door open? Oh my god. The door is open. You're I, lying on the floor, like rolling around screaming. Are the other two I, just like, looking like at what is her I problem? Am looking at Bill when very <laughs> unsure of what to do, kind of tentatively, like being like, Hey, hey, you okay? Trying to Don't go don't don't come in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. Are you sure? Man. I'm pretty certain. Don't come in. <laughs> it's not great. Can I like stand? Am I prone? Can I stand? Do you need help? No, you can stand up. Uh, don't come in here. I will remove myself from the situation <laughs> without endangering anybody else. Now wait, you already I, uh, you crossed the threshold. So now you're like, what's in there? You know? 
All right. Yeah. No, you're right. I'll make an investigation check on the room. Very good. My investigation is <laughs> negative two. So that's a 13. Ugh. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought you meant it was negative two. I was like, hot damn. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's funny because so... I have proficiency in it, but my intelligence modifier is so low that it's still negative two. <laughs> I love that. Um, in this room, there's a lot of furniture under sheets. Most of it is tables, a chair, a bureau here and there. Um, against the east wall, there is a desk that is not covered by a, um, a sheet, and it doesn't have really any dust on it Ooh. either. Um, there are two drawers on either side, so there's four drawers on the desk. Uh, I want to approach the desk and open uh, one drawer on either side with two hands. I love that. Um, in the drawer to your right, there's nothing. In the drawer to your left, there's a healing potion. Oh, I take that. Oh. Primo. Uh, is there more drawers? Like, can I do the same thing with, like, the set down? Yeah, sure. What's in there? Um, and when you open those, there is nothing in the one on your left and two gold pieces in the one on your right. Oh, I take that. And I yelled to my friends, there's nothing in here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bunch of assholes. I saw what you did earlier, Lorenzia. <laughs> At the nearly the same time as that is happening... Lorenzia has thrown open the room of door eight. Yes. And it's a little L-shaped room. Yes. At the north, on the north wall, directly across from the door where you walked in, is a vanity with a large mirror that you can see yourself in. And around the corner to the left, you hear a woman crying. Ew. Danelle? Uh. The crying stops. <gasps> Ew! Danelle? You can see... <laughs> <laughs> There's, it doesn't start again. It's not an on-off switch. <laughs> um, you cannot see around the corner, but it sounds... it. The sound didn't sound distorted. It sounded like a woman was crying in the room. I mean, like, not like ghost distorted? Like, I could tell the difference, maybe? Yes. Well, fuck it. It's a one shot. I'm gonna go right up, right, right in there. You go in. I'm sidle. I'm sidling. So like, fantastic. I'm, I'm gonna sidle in, kind of like keeping my back pretty close to the east wall, and be like, okay, perfect. So you're looking over around the corner at the um, through the L a little bit. Hello. Yeah. Um, in. Against that wall, the west wall, is a chase lounge. It is red. It is beautifully upholstered. It is obviously an expensive piece of furniture. And on it, um, with her arms draped over the side and her head in her arms, is a woman in a gray floor-length dress. And she is weeping. And now you can hear her. Hello. She looks up at you. (laughs) (laughs) She looks up at you, Lorenzia. Uh And there are tears pouring down her face, more than any human would be able to produce. Um, And she looks at you and says, Help. Where are my children? 
oh dear, they're probably dead. I don't know that. I don't know that it's bad. I don't know that it's a bad thing to say. I'm a warlock. She lets she lets her head fall back a little bit and lets out an unearthly wail. The sound of true desperation and grief. And then she puts her head back in her arms and is racked with sobs. But she's still just a person? She's still she's still there. I haven't had like an ex- extrasensory experience the way that Billwin did. I'm just seeing a very sad lady. Exactly. She's just crying a lot. Like it is as if there was a faucet behind each eye and water was pouring out of them. Ew. It, so that is like supernatural to me. Like I'm like, yes. okay. That sounds painful. <laughs> She is also, and I don't know, this is probably too much information, but she is also so far the only entity that has, like, responded to one of you. That's true. Well, the other lady looked at me, right? All right. Yeah, uh, looking is a weird way to put it. She didn't have no eyes. Yeah, she voided at you. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, ugh, she uzumakied at me. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm going to here I go. I'm going to I'm just going to like crop you know, prowl over there. And I'm going to like put one hand on the ghost lady's shoulder. And I'm going to be like there there there. There there. Oh. oh. Um but also like I don't you, know what I'm doing, you know? I'm just like feelings. Yeah. As your hand touches her shoulder, her sobbing stops. Ew. She looks up at you with big doe eyes. I'm scared. And the tears have stopped coming out of her eyes. And she reaches with one hand and puts it on your hand on her shoulder. And she says, Have you seen my children? No. There were two other kids, but they weren't mine. When? Where are they? Where are they I at? don't know. Well, have you seen my children? I hate this. <laughs> Lady, I've heard a lot of children, and I've seen none. So maybe <laughs> we can help each other out with the seeing and the hearing. Wait. wait. Lead her to room number one. Can you leave this room? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't tried. I hate that answer. <laughs> I'm so scared of her. <laughs> like um, me, Michael. Lorenzia feels nothing. <laughs> so, what are we doing? Where are the others? Are I'm you guys just like I'm standing moving. in the doorway? <laughs> I'm looting nine. You're right. Yeah, you're no right. one's coming out of room I nine with an armful of gold going, there was nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to try room six. Um, Are we doing four separate adventures? <laughs> we will in yeah, a second. Give me a second. Maggie hasn't um, left the hallway yet. As soon as I saw the map, I was like, oh, we're splitting up. <laughs> 
Um, so Lorenzia, you have your hand on this woman's shoulder. You've just asked her if she can mm-hmm. leave. She says she doesn't know. I think simultaneously, this is when Billowin is coming out of room nine to join her friends in the hall. Fantastic. Thank you. I say, uh, if you can try, there's something you might be interested in at the other end of the hall. Children-esque. <laughs> her eyes dart around as if she's thinking of some reason not to go. Um, no pressure. And she looks up at you and says, All right. And she slowly rises from her chaise. And she is tall. She's very, very tall. She's very, very thin. Um, she's probably almost seven feet. Oh, my gosh. She's, like, towering. All right. Can I be honest with you guys? This whole time, I've been picturing the faceless lady from the Powerpuff Girls that is, like, accompanying oh. the mayor. Oh, my, oh my God. Mrs. Bell. Miss Bell. Miss Blossom. Bloss- nope. No. Mrs. Miss nope. Bell. Bellum. Bellum. This is great. Remember, great. Remember that there. episode we got where there. the Powerpuff Girls go into the future and it's too scary, so Cartoon Network stopped airing it after the first time? No. No. Oh. No. Yeah. Gonna have to look well, that one up. Missed it. Yeah. Really good. But that. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. The woman is now standing and she's, <laughs> she has taken your hand. I skip. I skip Lorenzia. to the door. She <laughs> follows, but not quite walking. She's sort of gliding. I am not faced you. by that. Lucky to be in love with my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just watching from the hallway to this giant sure. woman floating behind our friend as she skips. <laughs> I love that. Um, so you lead her to door number one, the nursery. Wait, so right? she leaves the room unfazed? She leaves room eight on. Okay. Have you gotten out of room eight yet? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I do want to lead her back to room one. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm just curious (laughs) if she gets out of room eight. As you pass through the threshold of door eight, she is still behind you. Come on. She is silent. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) she does her hand is still in your hand though oh lead her to room one what are you doing yeet her out yeet her (laughs) eat her out (laughs) (laughs) wow absolutely i said yeet i think uh all right i missed the why so um lorenzia you lead her to room one yes please all right as you open the doors of room one She looks in, her face brightens, and she says, my children. Oh, hell yeah, baby. Oh, shit. You guys, we did it. Then she walks in, turns to you, and says, there were two others. They weren't my children. When? I think today. Where? Where? 
there is an option to go up. There Yikes. is also the option to go down. And off of the first floor, there is another option to go Wait, down. Wait, the spiral staircase right goes now, up? I do not like attics. The spiral staircase goes from the attic, the third floor. To the basement. To the second, to the first, all the way to the basement. It's one huge staircase. I mean, she I said guess down, like, down. You know, that means down twice. We got to go down to the basement. Is it worth checking what's on top, though? Like, that's where they put the cherry when you make a cake. <laughs> oh, my no, God. When you put it that way, Bill Wynn? You know, Bill Wynn. That's some I solid mean, logic. Where I grew up, it wasn't a cherry. It was a cold human eyeball, but I feel like the point stands. Oh. Let's go up. <laughs> You're, hold on. You're a human. Yep. That's cannibalism. <laughs> That's warlock shit, bitch. Let's go up. I think that your like whole tribe maybe misunderstands the general <laughs> sort of, you know, vibes. Yeah, I mean, life is sub- life is very vibes. subjective. Let's go up and just up, see what's up there. And I, I will not eat your there. eyeballs. Thank, Thank you. you for promising that right now. Thank you. <laughs> I go. I go up the stairs. Um, I go up. You, f- you follow the spiral staircase up to the attic. Spooky. It is a small room. It's not particularly large. I hate um, it. And in this room, as you exit the spiral staircase. Against the west wall, there's a chest of drawers, a dresser. Um, In the center of the room, there are several large wooden crates stacked on top of each other. On the north wall, there are two barrels. There's a table with a white sheet draped over it. And against the west wall, there's a very large wardrobe. I stop. A very wide wardrobe, I guess. I stop everybody at the top of the stairs. I'm like, Ivy, trap sense. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Click on it and it'll tell you. But I think I have to like. Do you have trap sense or do you have danger sense? Oh. I have danger sense. Oh, that's a different thing. Oh. Yeah, I have to, like, see something. I would like to make an investigation check on the room in general. Okay. It's not my greatest, but I'll do it. <laughs> no, it's actually, actually quite bad. Can I do a perswe- perception instead? I guess I'm not really investigating um, anything. I'm just sort of looking around to see what I see. Yeah, sure. That's a 17. There is... Not a whole lot to look at. This attic is mostly used for storing unused trinkets and furniture. And as far as you can tell, there's nothing specifically interesting about the attic. There's nothing scary up here, you guys. We are fine. All right. Well, it seems like an overstatement. Percepticep. Uh, <laughs> I perceived. I perceived that we are fine. It is fine up here, and it is fine. Will you forgive me for double checking? No, no, go for it. Matt, can I please do an arcana check? 
Sure. I've thus far made some bad decisions in this one shot, so ah. it's good to double check. That's a seven. I don't think I found anything. It's an attic. It is an attic. <laughs> I I wanna you know. I wanna open up that uh, chest of drawers that you first mentioned. Oh, okay. Um, inside the chest of drawers, as you go through it, is mostly clothing. Um, mm-hmm. some what you would assume is children's clothing that kids grew out of. Sounds um, halfling sized. <laughs> Fuck. Is there anything This here? is not your Play-Doh's closet, Bill Wynn. Oh, God. <laughs> What's um, There's nothing crazy interesting in the chest of drawers. Okay. It, it mostly just old clothes. Is there a little sailor hat? Sailor oh! <laughs> Ivy loves the sailor hat idea. There is a little sailor's hat. Hi. Woo! Put on the little sailor oh, hat. Oh, my God. Ivy takes your picture in portrait mode. <laughs> You are now wearing a little sailor's hat. Yes! Matt. Um, <laughs> so cute. Love this one. Once again, she's going, Bill Wynn. Bill Wynn. She's voguing. Bill Wynn. <laughs> Once again, while you guys are cavorting and having a good time hooting it up in the attic, um, there is a bang from somewhere on the first floor. It sounds too distant to be the second floor that the sound emanated from. And it sounds like it came from the other side of the house. Yikes. Oh, like, no. Oh, yeah. We came here to find some kids. I forgot. Yeah, I was yeah, having so right. much fun with the sailor hat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the sailor hat. But let's go check that right. other stuff out. Wait. True. I want to. We ap- run. We run. No, wait. I want to approach the table with the white cloth on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You approach the table with the white cloth on it. Is there anything on top of the tablecloth? There is nothing. Sounds very okay, Sweet I... Life of Zack and Cody, the one where Esteban <laughs> uh, did the thing. You're I right. Place, I place my uh, staff on top of the table with the white cloth on it. And I'm like, guys, check this out. And then I try to do like a sleight of hand trick where I pull the cloth out really quick without moving the staff. <laughs> Roll sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right. What is there a bonus on that? I don't know. Sleight of hand. Uh, I think it's Dex. Oh fuck! I rolled a nineteen. I don't care. <laughs> you perform it expertly. Yeah. Your, your staff stays exactly where it is when you yank the tablecloth off. Snaggy claps. Everybody's hella impressed. You actually grow an inch when it happens. You're like so <laughs> confident. Not really. Um, and then you take your staff, you throw the tablecloth back over it, and that's it. So the table's not like a mound of writhing flesh underneath or something. Nope, no. it's just a table. Okay, all right. Well, then Sorry let's go to check disappoint out. You. Let's go check out that loud noise we heard. <laughs> we should have yeah. rushed. I don't think we have any chance of catching um, it now. Ivy <laughs> tried to go as fast as possible. Lorenzo literally was like, "No, wait, I have to." Try <laughs> wait, watch this. <laughs> I did roll a 19, though. It would be Remarkable. so much worse if I rolled, like, a 9. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you sort of did it, but not really. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just, like, pity-clapping Lorenzo. <laughs> Hello.
Hi, it's your player turned DM Matt here to say thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AAdventureCast. Questions? Comments? Fan mail? We want it all. So send it to us at AttemptedAdventureCast at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast platform you listen on. Thank you again, and I love you. <laughs>